Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I am one of your co-hosts, Karen Gibis, and we are live here in Rapid City, South Dakota. It is a okay day. The wind yeah. is really blowing. But it's blowing, right? Father was uh, had some five-gallon buckets out there trying to uh, do some watering. He, you know, punched yeah. a hole through the bottom just to water these new trees, you know, so they'd it'd be a slow kind of soak. He wakes up this morning and they're gone because the wind is. We can't find them, so hopefully they're they're around campus somewhere. Well, <laughs> any of those listening here from South Dakota would know. Well, this is probably just a normal South Dakota wind, but it, it's pretty. It's pretty strong today, but. We are joined now by Susan Safford. She is the Director of Pastoral Ministries, Office of Faith Formation here in the Diocese of Rapid City. And she is here to talk about this new formation program. And I am so excited to hear the details because I haven't heard anything yet. So thank you for being on the air with us, Susan. And Thanks for having me, Karen. It's we great to be here. are so glad that we're in person and not just over the phone. It's so much easier, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's so much more. You actually feel like you can connect with the person. I mean, don't get me wrong. Over the phone interviews are fine, but it just makes it so much more beautiful when you're in person. Absolutely. It's great to be here. It's great to be at the Newman Center here with you. This is a beautiful place, too. Isn't it nice? I walked in and I'm like, Oh, it's so calm and, and, and peaceful and oh, yeah. that kind of reaction instead of like, yeah. hurry, 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 let's yeah. go left and right and up and down and yeah, right. get lost yeah. in the new chancery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Susan, can you just take a few minutes and tell us a little bit about yourself for our listeners who may not have heard you on the radio before? Yeah, sure. I work for, as you said, I work for the diocese in the Office of Pastoral Ministries. Uh, I've been here living in the diocese for uh, over 20 years now, and um, in this office for about eight years. Uh, we've been uh, we've been doing a lot of uh, good things that I hope we'll talk about today. I'm also a consecrated virgin and uh, living in the world. It's a little known vocation, uh, but uh, something that the Lord has uh, given me a lot of grace through. So I'm really grateful for that. Oh, that's wonderful. So now you were alluding to um, these things that you wanted to talk about, you know, because you guys have been really busy, I'm sure, behind the scenes, you know, planning because everything changed, you know, the, with the, the um, COVID-19 pandemic, everyone across the listening area has had to shift how they handle things. And I'm sure in the um, pastoral ministries office, there has been a lot of talk on how to make the programs fit the situation. Absolutely. It's been a challenge. Uh, we've been working hard to keep things moving in the direction of evangelization and community in ways that are distant. And that's a real challenge. Uh, as everyone in the parish knows, you know, it's hard to have, um, to really grow in Christ in the community when you're separated like that. And so, uh, so we're working to, to help parishes figure that out. We're also figuring it out at, at the level of the Veritata Splendor Institute, trying to figure out how does that work? How does that look? You know, and so we're trying to take appropriate precautions, but still bring people together the way that we can. Yeah. So tell tell us a little bit more about uh, VSI or Veritatis Splendor Institute. I mean, what um, how is it affecting lives, and why? What what should people know? What are, what, are, what should our listeners know that they probably don't know about this? Yeah, I'd like to um, tell you a little bit about how it started. It started about seven or eight years ago, um, and. Uh, it was about the time, actually, right before Bishop Gruce got here, some priests came to me and they said, we really would like to have 
some way to form our leaders in the parish, some way to provide them with not only intellectual but pastoral formation and spiritual formation. And can you help us do that? And so we worked to to develop something. And when Bishop Gruce came, we presented that idea to him. And he loved it and embraced it right away. And he said uh, he had his own ideas for it and helped us to, to develop that further. And, and, uh, and we got started really bringing people together from across the diocese for intellectual formation, yes, to learn more about their Catholic faith, but also uh, to grow in the life of prayer and relationship with Christ, to grow in their pastoral skills and and their ability to reach out to the community, to evangelize, to give them some tools for evangelization, you know, and and just to develop um, as people of God, as disciples of Christ. And what we've found since we started over the years, you know, I just, we just met uh, last Saturday together. We're in a little bit of a modified format in order to accommodate COVID, but, um, but we met together. We're starting to do some interviews for those who are finishing up their, uh, their time with the VSI. And I heard from so many of them, they said, you know, I came here to learn more about my faith. Uh, but what I found is that I just grew in this deeper relationship with Jesus that I didn't expect. And they talked about how important the community was to them and how how much they loved getting to know people from all across the diocese and having a, a place where people who are like-minded in the faith, they could share their faith with them, they could receive support from them, and then go back to their parishes and share that with the people in their parishes and try to build that community, that formation, mm-hmm. that, um, you know, that uh, relationship with God in Christ um, as disciples in their own parishes. And sure. so it's been really um, just, I've been so encouraged to hear from the people how much this has really changed them. And it's, it's the work of God and, and it's the, the impact of the community that they, that they are a part of here at the VSI. So how long does, does this take? I mean, what, what, what is the typical, if I sign up for VSI, what happens after that? Yeah, so there's two levels. There's a basic level certification that takes one year. Okay. We start in September and we end the following August. They meet once a month on a Saturday. Uh, so once a month on a set, so 12 meetings, and that gets you to basic certification. And then if they choose to, they can go on to a master level certification. That master certification takes two years. So a total of three years if you wanted to do the whole thing. Some people just do the basic level, and that's that's where they're at. And, that's, and I have some people who do basic. They kind of take a break, then they come back later for a master's program. Um, it's very flexible, however people want to do it. That's great. I think that um, the quality of the education and the, and the friendships that are built at VSI are something that the friends that I have that I have that have gone through the VSI program have spoken greatly of, and the connection that they feel with those others in their in the program at the same time. And yes. I think you know that brings it into almost like we, we kind of have the the whole family aspect it becomes a family a vsi family it really is and and just amazing how the joy that they have of being together and so and being separated we took two months where we did it strictly by video and distance ed during this covid time and so during that time there was a real longing that people really missed each other and we could see that that formation that 
all of us wanted to participate in wasn't happening really in the same way. And so we were really grateful when we were able to come, come back, back together again and be together. So you're saying Zoom is not. <laughs> Zoom is no, not. <laughs> Zoom isn't quite getting us there. It's great. It's a great tool, but it's not quite getting us the community. Yeah. yeah. Well, this year you have an exciting announcement. What is it? We do. Um, we have a brand new youth ministry certification track that we are launching this fall. I've been working together with Jacques Daniel, mm-hmm. who I think you have later on yes, today. Yes, we do. Uh, he's the director of youth and young adult ministry for the diocese, and he, he's been working with us to develop a certification program specifically for youth ministry. So people who work with youth in any way, shape, or form, could be a youth minister, could be a volunteer, could be a core team member, could be a parent, actually, <laughs> right? Anybody who works with youth, um, and it's going to provide for them a, a kind of... Our hope is, I should say, that what it will do for them is it'll help them to develop a good, solid vision for youth ministry that works in their own parish. And that's a very individualized thing. Every parish is a little bit different. But there are some good foundational principles. And then how to work with families. What are things, what are, what are key best practices in, in youth ministry? What are ways that we can help engage our youth and draw them closer to Christ? How can we form our youth in those spiritual ways and pastoral ways uh, and intellectual ways? And so our our hope is that this new certification, it'll be a track within the VSI, and it'll meet four times during the year on a Friday evening before the Saturday VSI. And so um, anybody who's a student in the VSI or an alumni of the VSI certainly uh, could be a part of that new certification program. So this would be something that'd be good for a homeschooling mom. Oh, absolutely. I think that homeschooling moms would really love it, would enjoy it a lot. Yes. Right up my alley. Right up my alley. Right, right. Uh, Although I don't know many homeschooling mothers who, you know, have the the extra time to, they're probably just head above water kind of thing. That's right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Right. So tell me this track. So four times a year, um, and what will that certification uh, provide them then? I mean, just like just like your other certifications, what does this um, uh, certification now provide? What what's it going to do for these parents, volunteers? So it will build on the foundations of the VSI. So as students of the VSI or as alumni of the VSI, they'll have this great foundational piece of a general um, overall formation as disciples, intellectual um, formation, learning more about their faith, all of that. The the youth track will build on that and now apply those things in a more specific way to youth ministry. What does this look like for youth ministry in my parish? So our hope is that it will help them to really be able to engage with kids. As St. John Bosco said, if you get them to love you and they'll follow you anywhere. And, and so our hope is really to help people to learn how to do that, that basic thing of just loving the students in a way where they're leading them closer to Christ. Now, everybody in the parishes that works with youth ministry is already working on this, already trying to do this, and we want to hear their best practices as well, but hopefully give everybody uh, a deeper, um, more tools, right, to be able to to grow in that foundation and to um, to see, like, what are some of the things that help me to establish a real vision, a real goal, so I know where I'm taking these kids, you know, so I can establish a plan. Sometimes that's a challenge when you're in the parish. How do I, you know, where do I want to go with these kids? What do I want to do? What's our primary goal and vision and how do we get there? And so this is going to lay out for them 
give them some ideas and, and, and an opportunity in a community of youth ministers across the diocese to share with and to talk about how are you doing this? How is this working? Yeah, which is what I was just thinking. It's going to mm-hmm. build a community that's mm-hmm. going to support those already in the ministry, but also maybe bring more into this. Mm-hmm. And then we can only grow from there. The church can only benefit from a program like this. Absolutely. So how, so how can our listeners get involved? Why? Why well, should they get involved? Actually, we should probably go to break first. Okay. Yeah. We'll we go to break because I have a feeling this conversation. <laughs> it, yeah, we need you know, to continue this. You know, the, the whole, you know, getting involved in this. Oh, man, we could probably spend the rest of the conversation just, you yeah. know, the, the interview, just speaking about that part of of getting involved and, and how, um, and we also, I want to make sure that um, when we take time, when we come back from our break, that we give the listeners all the information, the website and all of that. So stay tuned, everyone, to find out how you can join in on this new youth ministry certification track here in the Rapid City Diocese. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back here to Real Presence Live. We were in the middle of a great conversation, and I had to rudely cut it off because (laughs) that's my job. So, Brenda, do you want to go and ask Susan that lovely question you asked her before the break? Yeah, that's that sounds great. We're we're having we're on such a good roll. Um, I wanted to see how 
the listeners could get involved or why they should get involved. And I'll just let you expound on that. Yeah, I think the why is, you know, if if you're somebody who is, you know, working in particular in the youth ministry track, first of all, VSI for anybody who is who wants to learn how to evangelize better. And as the, you know, all the baptized are called to evangelize. And so this is an opportunity and the learning takes place, not again, not just through the intellectual side. I think a lot of people hear about the VSI and they think, okay, well, that's an academic program of learning about the faith. And it is, but there's a lot more to it than that. And in fact, our primary focus is developing the spiritual life. And so growing in that relationship with God, because you can't pass on what you don't have, right? So so for all of us to just grow deeper, and everybody who comes has a relationship with God, right? And right. so it's just about growing deeper in that and learning more about how can I reach out to other people? How can I, you know, how can I... Um, how can I share my faith, my love of Christ with others? And that comes through the spiritual, but also through the community, also through the intellectual, as we talked about. Well, and they gain confidence to Absolutely. step out in the world yes. and proclaim the gospel like we and are you know, called to. I just had a student say that to me uh, just recently. They said, you know, before this, I always, when people ask me questions, I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't know the answers. But now I feel a lot more confidence. Not that I always know the answer, but that I know where to go and I know my faith and I have my this trust in the love of God and that he is going to give me the words you know that that they had just their their connection to the Lord had been so strengthened that they felt so much more comfortable sharing it with other people um, and so that was a, that was just a really encouraging and and um, gratifying thing to hear that that's happening with people you know um, when we talk about the youth ministry track specifically I think for anybody who works with youth you know I, I've worked with youth in the past and I know that when I first started, uh, I had a love for Christ and I, and I was praying, but I didn't always know how to, what's the best way to reach these youth? And what's, how do I make an overall plan for my youth ministry program? What does that look like? What do I want to do? What are important components? These were all questions that I had. And, you know, I kind of muddled through it and asked a lot of people a lot of questions. And, and I, our hope is that people can come together here and gain a foundation for what, what is this all about? We have two levels in the youth ministry track, just like we do in the VSI. There's a foundational certification, and then there's an advanced certification. So foundational is one year, and the advanced is two years, once again. So it matches our... But that doesn't mean you have to do it at simul the, at yeah, the right. same right. time, right, that you're doing the VSI, right? It could be that we have alumni. And in fact, we have alumni, I think, who are registered for the program, already did the VSI. They're just coming back just to do this youth ministry track. And so some of the, the things I just want to share with you, the the topics that some of the topics that will be covered in that foundational level a purpose-driven youth ministry just like what is this comprehensive thing putting down a vision right and and communicating that and building that with your team what does that vision look like with the past under the pastor's direction you know how do, what do we want for our youth and what does that look like an incarnational youth ministry so how does Christ, how is Christ at the center of youth ministry and how do we bring people closer to Christ and how do we reach out to them within this youth culture and what is this what is this youth culture exactly and how do we how do we do that the, there is no I in team is another one right <laughs> how do I work with a team right it's, it takes a team of people really to do youth ministry and that's probably one of the harder aspects of, of it is it is and I think that a lot of people you know some people out on the prairie might be saying well I'm the only one I, yeah, here right yeah. I'm the there only one an there is it. an I there is an I that's it it's just me and so so what do I do in those circumstances 
circumstances yeah. and how can I how can I build a, a good youth ministry for our, and then the art of forming young disciples. So how do we um, you know, not just form them intellectually, not just give them facts about the faith. How do we help them learn how to pray, how to communicate with the Lord, how to hear from the Lord, how to share right with their all their thoughts, feelings, and desires with the Lord? How do we help them to do that, to learn how to do that, and to grow spiritually, to grow in a community of faith, in the church, a sacramental life, you know, all of those things. What does that look like? So those are some of the topics that are going to be a part of that foundational level of the, of the youth track. So do you have to... Um once completed, you know, if I if I go through the foundational level and I, and I complete my year, I decide to go to the, the master level mm-hmm. and I've now completed my three-year total, is is it your the desire of the program that in, in order for someone to teach or, you know, help out with the uh, youth ministry or any of the um, teaching aspects that they be certified? You know, we encourage it. It's not a requirement. We okay. think it'll be really, really helpful to yeah. people to, to do this. You think that that'll be... Um, yeah, that it'll just be a great um, way to really grow and to to make their youth ministry program, you know, the good, better, best, you know, the best that it can possibly be. But it isn't a mandate by any stretch. We know that a lot of people out there have their own, you know, programs of, of learning that they're doing on their own. They have obstacles, for instance, to coming to the VSI, all of those kinds of things. Um, so it's not a mandate by any stretch, but just something, a, an opportunity, I want to say, to, you know... Right. To do something more, yeah. right. to, to be together with the, the people around the diocese and, and to, to grow in that. The reason I ask is, you know, I'm, I'm in a men's Bible study, and we, we come here to the Newman Center, and the, the, uh, the six others that I'm with are amazing. And, and they're all, we're all in different levels, like in our faith and knowledge, and I'm just in awe every, every time I meet with these guys. And uh, very blessed to have that. So I think, wow, you know, they may not have the certification, but they know a lot more. Uh, probably about their faith than I do, and I'm and it's uh, I'm continually learning myself. So I I just don't yeah. want it to be a discouragement, right? You don't want it to be a discouragement, no. like just because you don't have the certification. Oh yeah, doesn't absolutely. Mean you can't be involved. Somehow. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Um, I think you know, there's people again, people all over the diocese who have had different opportunities of learning in their faith and different opportunities of growing in their spiritual lives, and and those are absolutely important and great to have. And so this is just another one of those opportunities that we think will really be helpful to people in the parishes. So is there a prerequisite? Do you have to go through VSI before you do the youth ministry track? You can do it simultaneously, um, but it is a part of it since it builds on that foundation of the VSI that that we want people to, to at least be a part of the VSI. They can do it again. They can start both at the same time because they start both uh-huh. this fall if they haven't done anything mm-hmm. before or if they've done, you know, the basic certification already, they can sure come and, and be a part of the foundational level. So, so it's a... <laughs> There's a connection there. There's a there's a, a right. hole there. Um, but but in what order and you know and uh, in what uh, fashion they do it certainly varies a lot. So the homeschooling mom in me just has to ask: Does this increase the workload of VSI um, in a way that maybe adds too much if someone wants to just do VSI, start with VSI, just the basics first, and then add the youth? 
ministry track later? I mean, for the workload aspect? I, you know, you certainly could do it however you want. I don't think the workload is going to be too much. We're very, very conscious in the VSI that these are not full-time students, right? This right. isn't a college. These are people yeah. who have jobs and husbands and wives and kids, you know, and so they have a lot of responsibilities. And so it's not adding twice as much work. We're not adding twice as much work by any stretch. No. And we're trying to be very, yeah, very attentive to the balance of what we're giving people to do in that. So Susan, where did, where did this all come from? I mean, did, was this a creation here in this diocese or was this somewhere the VSI was, was out there already? And you said, Ooh, we're going to do that here and uh, build upon it and is it the same everywhere you go if if it does exist it doesn't exist anywhere else this is a creation uh within our diocese um some of the priests uh who wanted this and also interesting some of the priests who asked could we have like a specific certification track for youth ministers really came from that impetus the priests were desiring that for their people in a way a help to them to who were trying to help form their people they wanted some help with that so yeah it was created right here in our in our own diocese developed here and and uh, and we continue to develop it and and grow in it I so think. Me, so it's me, a success yeah. i think yeah oh yeah. for sure i mean and so you have an opportunity for other dioceses around the country to to take mimic. that model and, yeah. and, you know, maybe grow upon... We would love that. We would love, we'd be very happy about that. I, I, I should say a lot of dioceses have their own certification programs, so they're out there, but not this specifically. Not, yeah. right. You know, this is something that we developed here. And we were very conscious of, I think something that's unique to the VSI is that we're very conscious of... Uh, being attentive to all four pillars of formation, human, spiritual, intellectual, and pastoral. Those are the four pillars of formation. And a lot of times that's a challenge for um, certification programs for laity because you can do it in a seminary because you've got those guys full time. But when you're working with lay people who have their own jobs, their own families are just coming together, that's a real challenge. And so a lot of places don't even try to do anything but the intellectual. And so we've been making a concerted effort. I don't say we're doing it perfectly. We have a lot of of room to grow, but we're trying to incorporate all four of those areas of formation. And that's why coming together as a community has been so important. So Susan, can you give um, our listeners the website information or contact information on how they can learn more about this program? We've caught their attention now. How did they get in contact yes, with you guys? Absolutely. They can come to our website, which is veritatisplendorinstitute.com. And I know that that can be a little hard to spell. They yeah. can also come to rapidcitydiocese.org and come to our page on that website. So either way, we'll get them to that same spot. And they can find more information. They can find a brochure with more information there. They can find my contact information if they want to give me a call or email me. Uh, they can find an, an online application there if they're ready to to go. Well, this is amazing. Um, we have just a minute or so left. Do you have any final thoughts or encouragement for people who might want to join in? Yeah, I just want to say that um, I, the one of the most, this has been one of mo- the most encouraging parts of my job in that as I talk to people who have been a part of the VSI, they have grown so much in their love of Christ, in their um, in their life of prayer, learning how to a deeper way of prayer, and those are the things that they tell me, right? That these are this has been so good. They tell me about how God has been at work through them in this, and that's been just so. So I, I just want everyone to be a part of that, to join that community, and to grow together with us as disciples. It's something we're very much doing together um, as a diocesan-wide West River 
community. Well, thank you so much, Susan, for taking time out of your Monday to come and and share with our listeners about this new great program. And, and, you know, turn on the radio on your way back because we're going to be interviewing the bishop after this. That's so exciting. We're we're so excited excited to have Bishop Peter here. Yes. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Well, up next, like I said, we're going to have Bishop Peter Muich on to tell us about his recent ordination. So stay with us here on Real Presence Live. Mm -hmm. 